So let's start with differentials for generalized increased bone density. There's quite a few. So the first is myeloproliferative disorders such as myelosclerosis. Here the bone marrow cavity is narrowed by endosteal knee bone. You get patchy lucencies due to persistence of fibrous tissue alongside generalized osteopenia in the early stages due to myelofibrosis. Classically, to help you narrow your differentials down to this, also look for hepatosplenomegaly. Secondly, metabolic conditions such as renal osteodystrophy. Thirdly, poisoning secondary to fluorosis. Here you get a perosteal reaction most marked in the innominate bones and lumbar spines. If you're unsure what the innominate bones are, this refers to the fused bones of the pelvis either side of the sacrum, so includes the ischium, pubis and ilium. So due to the perosteal reaction, you get prominent muscle attachments and calcification of ligaments and interosseous membranes. Neoplastic conditions should also be in your uh, differentials. So these include osteoblastic mets, most commonly from prostate and breast cancer, lymphoma, mastocytosis. So in mastocytosis, you get diffuse sclerosis of marrow-containing skeleton with patchy areas of radiolucency. Classically, this is in the axial skeleton and the ends of lung bones. And also, typically with mastocytosis, if you remember from your 2A, you get associated urticaria pigmentosa and the classic features of carcinoid syndrome. So those are flushing, hypertension, and syncope, abdo pain, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, etc. So those are the differentials for generalized increased bone density, which, just to summarize, are myeloproliferative disorders such as myelosclerosis, metabolic conditions such as renal osteodystrophy, poisoning secondary to fluorosis, neoplastic conditions such as osteoblastic mets, lymphoma, and mastocytosis.